and uh, welcome to a brand new episode of Market Mantan powered by zbiz.com. Well, my name is Shwetajanan and today we have a very special guest with us, Vaibhav uh, Agarwal, who is the founder and chief investment officer of Daisy Mundi. Well, he has over a decade of experience in stock picking and generating index beating returns. Under the mentorship of uh, Mr. Ramde Agarwal, Vaibhav has developed his distinct investment philosophy. Well, welcome to the show, Vaibhav. Uh, thank you, Shipich. Right. Uh, well, Bevov, uh, I'm sure you know December has been a roller coaster month for investors. You know, we saw strong gains earlier in December, and then you know a sudden dip, and then again we are finding some bit of stability. Uh, you know, in the last month of the year 2021. So most probably, I think you know we should be able to close the year uh, with double-digit gains, at least from an equity point of view. but with the uh, you know few risks arising based on the fed and there could be a liquidity crunch coming uh, for the new year that is the 2022 how where do you see markets headed in the next year yeah so uh, i think shipit see I, i think that you know in india sort of uh, on a firm sort of an up cycle uh, i think after almost a almost after 15 15 years uh, there are various things coming together for india sort of you know economic growth um, and and sort of india is coming out of a down cycle you know because obviously accelerated by the pandemic um, and so i think that uh, you know from a corporate profit point of view uh, from a gdp growth point of view and even if you see out of the uh, indicators like uh, you know the the corporate tax collections uh, you know gst highway e highway bills etc you know they're all pointing to sort of a very strong growth Right. so i think that uh, you know in the end markets follow corporate earnings and in the last 6 7 years we've seen nifty eps growth of only 4% annually uh, this should sort of increase to 15% i think uh, in the next 4 to 5 years uh, so so uh, you know i think that overall markets the trajectory will be positive uh, you know of course we're hearing news about omicron and uh, yes. you know the fed tapering uh, and 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 things like that so i think those distractions will be there Uh, and and they could keep markets choppy but but i think all in all the trajectory sort of uh, should be firmly upwards okay okay so the pandemic you know the pandemic seems to have redefined uh, the way technology is used in stock picking uh, or stock investing you could say so has the trading and investment pattern changed in the last uh, 12 to 18 months uh, at least what have you discovered on uh, daisy mundi platform So I think uh, two three things have happened. One, um, because of the EKYC, which uh, you know, which uh, Sevier allowed, uh, right. because of that, uh, you know, there's been a huge proliferation uh, in online platforms. Uh, so you've mm-hmm. seen how uh, you know some of the online platforms have just exploded in the last couple of years. Uh, right. Also, I think uh, what's happened is that there's been a lot of proliferation of digital content. Uh, around investing and lot of awareness and you know people have you know because of the way markets did from April 2020 up until very recently a mm-hmm. uh, lot of people have sort of made money so uh, you know I think that that sort of uh, increases the investor participation in the market. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, so I think retail has become a significant force. I think that's something that we all sort of realized in the pandemic. Right. Um, and 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 this is selling. I think uh, the DIY flow and retail flow sort of you know absorbed some of that shock. Hmm. Uh, hmm. So I think that's sort of how, how things have changed. No, oh, definitely. I think retail investors have come out really strong, uh, uh, especially in the year 2020 and uh, 2021. Uh, but and uh, they have actually 
you could say uh, overshadowed foreign institutional investors the flows have remained muted at least for the equity market perspective for the past uh, you know 5 to 6 months on so coming to uh, you know from a fi perspective do you see further uh, you know further selling pressure to continue in the new year as well uh, or in the year 2022 because there could be a possibility of you know money moving from uh, from a risky asset to a risk free asset right so i think uh, you know again a lot of the selling that we are seeing is a you know global emerging markets i mean like because of the fed tapering and all of that too uh, it's a typical thing that you know uh, fi's withdraw money from emerging markets and put it back uh, maybe into developed markets but i think what we have to understand is that uh, you look at any global strategist uh, uh, or or even if you analyze india globally uh, uh-huh. india is one of very few economies of this size that has the kind of growth uh you know and in a lot of sectors the per capita consumption is very low mm-hmm. right the penetration is very low so there's a long long runway like for the next 10 to 15 years okay um, and, uh, and and i think uh, you know as as i mentioned earlier i think that there are several factors coming together for sort of india to mm-hmm. to go into an upside so so yes there could be some you know temporarily like fis could be withdrawing money uh, but i think eventually they will have to come to india if if okay. they are looking to sort of you know participate because just like fis put money into china uh, and other sort of emerging economies i think india is going to be the the market to be in for the next 4 to 5 years so i can't pinpoint when that time happens right uh, but but at some point fis will uh, i mean look to join the party right so but after probably a nija reaction uh, uh, you know fi flows could probably stabilize and we'll see probably some stability here in indian markets and after a strong uh, you know back to back gains uh, especially in the year 2020 and 2021 uh, for the equity market should investors you know pare down their expectations as well uh, for the year 2022 yeah so i think uh, you know 2020 to 2021 i mean i think we've seen a i mean a, a wild ride i mean like it's it's been a one way ride yes. and a lot of people have made sort of very easy money you know um, and, and and so the difference between skill and luck has sort of become uh, very hard to distinguish Uh, right. and in in a lot of cases some retail investors have done much better than even so very experienced fund managers so i think 2022 is going to be about sort of you know uh, you know having that stock selection process having the sector allocation process so mm-hmm. so i think that uh, uh, that's something that uh, you know no, I, i don't think that making money would be as straight forward as say what it was in 2020 or in early 2021 Mm-hmm. Uh, so you would have to do more deep dive and more research but uh, but yeah i mean i don't think that uh, the party is over from a market perspective i think there's a long way to go uh, right. at least at least specific sectors and specific stocks well the party is not over yet that's the word coming from wherever <laughs> but uh, coming to sectors so which sectors are likely to you know hog line light uh, in the year 2022 So I think uh, one one sector clearly for me is banking. I think mm-hmm. credit growth uh, this year has been muted. I mean it it has started picking up, but then again because of the mm-hmm. the second wave, uh, credit growth went to like I think a multi-decade low five percent, uh, uh, and and in November it was close to about seven percent. So 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 once credit growth picks up uh, and and in a steady state basis it it has been close to fifteen twenty percent, even in a normal market or in a bull market. So I think once that picks up, I mean markets should do very well. Uh, I mean the the banks are very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, even this capital of banks is now sort of increasing. Yeah. Uh, a lot of corporates have also indicated their interest in sort of setting up capex and all of that. So 
wholesale credit growth also should sort of start picking up maybe in a few months from now uh, so so large private sector banks i think would be good um, i think it the it sector has obviously seen a re-rating but i think there are yeah. two big uh, uh, tailwinds mm-hmm. one is that the demand up cycle is something that you're seeing like what you've seen in the early 2000s mm-hmm. so so after almost 15 20 years we're seeing this kind of a demand up cycle mm-hmm. uh, the second thing is i think uh, even the and the currency has been fluctuating a bit so right. uh, you know a little bit of that uh, rupee depreciating would again help this sort of a sector uh, and uh, yeah i think the third could be you know something which is more infrastructure and capex facing okay uh, again obviously private sector banks uh, benefit from that but more specifically uh, you know maybe the large sort of mm-hmm. uh, enc could benefit uh, so yeah and private right. sector that would Perfect. So banks, IT, and infrastructures are likely to do well in the coming year. Uh, another big trend uh, for the year 2021 was the new age technology-driven businesses hitting the street and raising money. What is the kind of fundraising you foresee for the year 2022? So, and more technology-driven companies likely to make their debut on the D street? Yeah. So I think uh, definitely a lot of technology companies, you know, seeing Zomato, seeing Nike, I mean, I think a lot of them. <clears throat> are going to get fired to sort of come to the market uh, but i think that you know the, the thing with the private sector is that right now there's a lot of liquidity chasing sort of few deals sure. so that's why if you see the, a lot of the valuations they're sort of actually quite exorbitant and in some cases disconnected from reality okay uh, and and, uh, and 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 even the valuations that we're seeing of companies in uh, in the public markets i mean it doesn't leave any room for you to sort of make money as a as an investor mm-hmm. so so while yes there is a lot of narrative lot of hype lot of excitement around it true uh, but 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 once you cut through the earnings and and even the put, i mean even if you give an optimistic uh, you know assumption for fy30 mm-hmm. uh, you know people are already baking in optimistic multiples on optimistic earnings assumptions of fy30 right so right. so you know where does it sort of leave margin of error so i think uh, they are great companies Uh-huh. but uh, it won't be such great investments uh, is what is what i is what i think uh, and uh, and yeah i mean i think even like with the interest rates globally sort of going up right now uh, i think if if people don't have a long term sort of you know if, if they don't have like a monetization model in place or a mm-hmm. profitability model in place such companies tend to sort of get uh, hit harder uh, in yeah. a rising yeah. interest environment so at some point i think that the froth will sort of reduce i i can't pinpoint when exactly sure. but uh, yeah right and uh, if you look at uh, you know some of the sectors which really did well in the year 2021 uh, they were power metals and realty space so uh, what is the outlook for or what is the trend that you foresee for the coming year that is 2022 so uh, you know realty i think uh, is coming out of a decade long sort of uh, consolidation So uh, and, and and interest rates are sort of uh, quite benign. Uh, you know, I think uh, residential real estate mm-hmm. uh, is is sort of seeing an uptick at least in the metro sector. Of that. So I think uh, reality should continue to sort of do well. Uh, power, I think, is again one sector where there's a lot of reform happening. There's a lot of move to renewable energy. Uh, you know, and 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 even uh, a lot of the. a lot of the power in transmission and distribution companies are also moving towards sort of solar energy and uh, what not uh, so okay. so that sector also is on some level of reform so i think uh, you know certain companies in, in, in that could also do well uh, i think metals is a tricky one because uh, there are a lot of global factors which uh, 
you know so like for example demand in china hmm. uh, you know that that's one thing that we don't know like how that's sort of going to shape up so hmm. if that sort of starts shaping up well uh you know we could maybe see metal prices again rebound but uh, there's also been uh, you know a lot of logistics issues right a lot of supply side bottlenecks because of which these prices are so you know liquidity is coming off uh, supply side bottlenecks are coming off so uh, i think uh, metals is sort of a tricky one to uh, try and sort okay. of predict but but i think some of the ones which are facing industries like electric vehicles mm-hmm. uh, or or alternative energy i think if the end demand there is high then you could see like metals like maybe copper like very specific metals that sort of do well hmm. uh, but as a basket it might be tough to make up right and uh, any top stocks that you have for the year 2022 yeah so i think uh, based on the sectors that i had mentioned like for example in banks i think icici bank uh, is is sort of again a very well known very well understood mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. again that is a company that sort of uh, i mean it, it's got a lot of drivers in place Uh, I think amongst IT companies, I think HCL Tech, uh, you know, has again a strong deal pipeline and reasonable valuations, um, and should benefit from the move towards, you know, digitization, cloud, um, all that. Uh, and uh, I think amongst the infra companies, uh, I think LNT sort of looks uh, to be in pole position. So these would be three companies I would look at. Right, and uh, um, you know, after this, uh, uh, you know, you could say. Uh, a good double digit year for the for retail investors what would be your advice uh, to retail investors for the year 2022 any learnings or any recommendation that you want to uh, probably give it to them yeah so i think uh, you know one thing is i think 2022 uh, would require a little more work than uh, 2021 mm-hmm. uh, in terms of sort of doing your research and your due diligence um, and, and if yeah. people of them are now sort of working full time uh, or are back in the office so Uh, if you don't have time to do your own research, please sort of go through a mutual fund um, or through advisory portfolios like KCB mm-hmm. because I think uh, you know sort of people who do this on a full-time basis would obviously have a head start uh, over people who are doing this on a part-time basis. So uh, especially your sort of uh, large chunk of your savings should put in uh, with 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 managers. Duly noted. Well, thank you, Mr. Agar, for your insight on market, and that's all for now. But do stay logged on to zbiz.com for more on news, business, and economy. Again, thank you so much for your time, uh, Mr. Agar.